Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas for Eschanan. According to the Chinuch, Parshas for Eschanan contains eight positive mitzvos and four restrictions. But in addition to the number 12 mitzvos, just understand what you have in Parshas for Eschanan. You have the Aseris Hadibros. You have the first paragraph of the Shema. Shema Yisrael, the mitzvah of Ichud Hashem, the belief in the oneness of God. The mitzvah to love Hashem. And how could we be commanded to love Hashem? Because we know, right before we say the Shema, every morning and every night, Ohev Amo Yisrael, Hashem loves us. And this is such a comforting parsha to read immediately after Tisha B'Av. The incredible resiliency of our people. Literally, yesterday we were sitting on the floor. Yesterday we were crying. Yesterday in those shuls that were open till Mincha, the Parochas was moved away from the Arun Kodesh. And today we have the ability to literally get up and as tomorrow's Haftorah is going to enrich us, uplift us, Nachamu, Nachamu Ami. We are literally to be comforted, to be comforted to know that we are an optimistic people. And so, number one, to always be able to see the silver lining even in the tragedy. So, I remind you, Tehillim Ayin What do we find there? Mizmor Le'osof, the 79th Psalm begins Gevalt Elokim Bo'ogoyim Benachal Secha. The nations have come in and they have destroyed your Beis Hamikdash. This is a Mizmor. So the Gemara in Kedushin Lamid Aleph Amid Beis teaches us a very important point. The Gemara tells us a story which we should be familiar with. And that is, Rebbe Buhu had a son, Avimi. And Avimi had five sons of his own who were all Rabbanim. And yet, when Rebbe Buhu, the father, would knock at the door or call, it was the son who went and not allow his own children to do it. He wanted to do the service of Kibar Av by himself. The Gemara tells us that once Reb Avuhu asked his son for a glass of water, by the time Avimi went to get the water, his father fell asleep. Instead of putting the glass of water down and going about his business, Avimi stood there waited patiently, not disturbing his father, and when, as soon as the father would awaken, he'd give his father the water. 
while he was exactly in that position, we are taught that he received divine inspiration to understand why does that psalm begin with the word Mizmor. And the Ben Ishchai explains in his Sefer Ben Yehoyada on the Gemara Kedushin that the reason why he was privileged to understand that idea that it's called Mizmor, a song, that Hashem took out his anger on the base Hamigdash, on the walls, on the Eitzim, on the wood, on the Avonim, on the stone, and spared the Jewish people, he received this inspiration and this understanding of the word Mizmor when he was doing Kibbut Av. In other words, Hashem responded to him to say that just as you are doing Kibbut Av with great love for your father, just know Hashem who is Ovinu Shabbat Shamayim, Hashem who is our Father in Heaven, He loves us. And He showed His love by Eitzim Anavanim, by sparing the Jewish people and destroying the Beis Hamigdash. An incredible understanding. Now, in addition to the mitzvos, we find a very important directive found in this parsha of Eschanan, in chapter 6, verse 18, where the Torah tells us, which means that you shall do what is fair and good in the eyes of Hashem. Now wait a second. What's fair and good in your eyes is not necessarily fair and good in my eyes. So what's going on here? So the Ramban in his commentary says something very powerful. The Torah could not tell us the exact response to every interpersonal situation that we're going to have each and every one of us. So the Torah gives us rules. And above and beyond those rules comes Vyasisa Yoshevatov. The Torah creates a beautiful personality by the Torah telling us that you're not to bear a grudge and you are not to take revenge. Once the Torah tells us that there is a mitzvah of prika and tina, that there is a mitzvah to help somebody and there is a mitzvah to even help forgive me the one who you don't like, ah, the Torah now goes beyond and says that you ought to do beyond what you would consider to be even acceptable, it's to go the extra mile. Now watch. We know as we are getting up from Tisha B'Av and the Churban of the Beis HaMikdash, the important Avodah that was done in the Beis HaMikdash every day was the Korban Tamid. And then after that, you have in Parshas Pinchas the Korban Musaf of Shabbos, that please God, every Shabbos was brought in the Beis Hamikdash, and the Korban 
Musaf that was brought on Rosh Chodesh. We know that the paragraph which describes the Karba Musaf of Rosh Chodesh concludes with the verse, Us'ir izim echod l'chatos l'ashem. Hashem says to the Jewish people once a month, you shall bring a sin offering for who? For Hashem. Oh my goodness, excuse me, that any of us, all of us, might, forgive me, do something that warrants the bringing of a sin offering. Why in the world do we have a sin offering for Hashem? So the Gemara tells us in Chulin, Daf Samach Amibes, Omar Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, Heviu Kapara Olai, bring atonement for me, Al Shemi Atiti because I diminished the moon. Wait a minute, we all remember from chapter three in Bereshis, where the Torah begins and tells us that God created the two great luminaries, and then immediately thereafter, the Torah goes on to describe these luminaries. The Mor HaGadol, the great luminary, the sun, to reign during the day, and the Mor HaKoton, the lesser one, the smaller one, to reign at night. And, wait a second, the verse began with the two big ones, and it goes on afterwards to describe the bigger and the smaller. So Rashi tells us on the spot, the famous Gemara, again in Chulin, that Hashem created both luminaries equal. However, Hashem made the Levana smaller, diminished him. Why? Al Shekitriga, because it basically offered a, I don't want to use the word even complaint, it basically offered an objection and said, Excuse me, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, You can't have two kings using the same crown simultaneously. And Hashem said to him, You're right. Diminish yourself. Now wait a second. Was Hashem right in diminishing the Levana? The answer is definitely yes. Okay, that being said... What do we find? That the verse tells us the ace akol chavim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created stars. Now if I were to ask anybody, why did Hashem create stars? And the answer is, says Rashi, Hirbat Sivo'eha Lefaye Lahafis Daita The Medrash in Bereshis Rabbah, chapter 6, paragraph 4 says, Hashem created the stars for one reason and one reason only, to appease the moon. What do you mean to appease the moon? After all, Hashem was right with what He did. But since, after all is said and done, the moon was offended, just take a look at the extent of the appeasement. My friends, go count the stars. Can you? And the answer is no. So it's not simply, wow, look how many stars. It's, wow, look at the appeasement of. And let me tell you something else. In chapter 13, at the Brisbane Absorim in Beratius, 
Hashem says to Avram, look up and count the stars. And he says to him, Ko zarecha. such will be your children. What does that mean, such will be your children? So on the surface it means we're going to be plentiful. But I'd like to interpret it to mean that we will be like the stars. That just as the stars are an appeasement to, we, the Jewish people, are people who appease. Assuming I have all the papers to expand my property and to do work on my property, which happens to be near yours. So, am I going to make a mess? Yes. Will there be noise? Yes. Do I have permission to do it? Yes. What do I owe you? Nothing. What are we learning from Yosisa Yoshevatov? We're learning that I have to go over to you and apologize to you and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry there's a mess. I'm sorry there's noise. What does it mean I have to? For the letter? That's right. Yosisa Yoshevatov. It was just yesterday that we were on the floor. And we were on the floor because of Sinas Chinam. And the Nitziv, in his introduction to the book of Bereshis, tells us how he understands Sinas Chinam. He says at the time of the second Beis Amigdash, they were people who were, listen carefully now, Torah observing Jews. So what does it mean that they had Sinas Chinam? And his answer is that they were intolerant of others. My way is the only way. And that's such an important principle that we should internalize after Tisha B'Av and to realize that there are not just Shivim Panim La Torah, but that there were 12 different sons, and the character of Yisachar was different from Zvulun, and the character of God was different than Usher, and each one had their way of serving a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and each one respected. And that was what the Beis Hamikdash did. It unified the Beis Hamikdash. There was only one Beis Hamikdash, and the service that was done every day in the Beis Hamikdash was done on behalf of each and every one of us. And so, as we are, Baruch Hashem, approaching Shabbos Nachamu, we have to ask ourselves, has Tisha B'Av had an effect upon us? Wonderful! We made it through the day. Wonderful! We saw it Kinos on Zoom. Wonderful. Now what? Now, hopefully, I am not satisfied with Avas Chinam, but comes this week's parsha of Vaeschanan and says, just when you thought you were finished, oh no, Vato. go the extra mile. And let me just conclude with the Tosvos in Bava Metzia, whereby the Gemara says, in Lamin Amid Beis and Bav Mitzia. And do you know why the Beis Amidosh was destroyed? Says the Gemara, She'amidu dineim al-din Torah. Because they limited their dealings with one another to the, to the letter of the law of Torah. What's wrong? Says the Gemara, oh no. They could have, should have gone, they should have gone beyond the letter. They should have gone, Yosisa Yoshevatov. Zatosos asks on the spot, What do you mean that the 
Beis Hamikdash was destroyed because they followed only Din Torah. But taught in the Gemara Yuma, it was because of Sinas Chinam. And Tosfos answers, Havaha Grama. It was both. Now, what does it mean? It was both. And the answer is, says the Shara Yoshar, the answer is that Hashem could have, would have, been Mavatir. What does that mean? He would have forgiven the Jewish people. However, because we did not go beyond the letter, or neither did he. What a powerful lesson. Emir Tzashem, we will, and Emir Tzashem, he will, and we pray. No more Avelos on Tish Ab Av. Shabbat Shalom to all.